What up, everybody? This is the Can't Tell Us Nothing podcast show. Yeah. We're back for another week. Um, as you can see, we don't have all of, all of our troop here today. Shout out to Antoine. Uh, he's in the process. Him and his wife are in the process of having a baby, but we're going to cover Shout him out. for the day. Shout, Shout out. out to the baby. Shout out to him. Um, and also, as you know, um, we have a... Well, let me introduce everybody first. I didn't even... About to go straight to the guest, man. How you feeling, Amici? I'm feeling good. How are you guys? Doing good, man. How you feeling, Tandy? I'm good. I like that personal. Uh, I like that personal uh, uh, interview. How, how you doing, yeah, Tandy? Nobody. Antoine never asked me that. Thank you. Antoine never checks in. Never never checks I mean, in. he never does. He just straight <laughs> says go right, and you just yeah. No business. Yeah. Nothing in your so I want to make sure y'all is okay. You know, just in case Antoine. Wants his spot back or whatever. I ain't trying to take it. I ain't trying to take it. I ain't trying to take it. Nonetheless, um, we're going to make it work. And uh, we have an exciting guest today, somebody um, that I'm really excited about just speaking with earlier before we started the show. And this person is going to be introduced by none other than Tandy. So I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah, y'all. Hey, what's up? Uh, This is Tandy, as uh, John introduced. And I am introducing our guest today. Our guest today is a uh, uh, really important, I, I'm going to say he's a part of my family because he's, you know, he's been yeah. integral in my children's lives. Yeah. Our, our guest today is Mr. Oliver Stevenson, or as we call him, Mr. Oliver. Mr. Mm. Oliver is a community activist. <laughs> he's a child advocate and one of the best people you, you'll ever meet. My favorite thing about Mr. Oliver is he would always uh, you know, when he's speaking to the group or speaking to the kids, he would always say, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And, um, and I absolutely mean it. He meant it. He meant it. He meant I'm taking it. that. I like so, that. I'm taking that with me. Thank yeah. you so much. That's, for that's being a good here. one. You can use that one. The, 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 the follow up on that one is, and if I catch you trying to do something about it, I'll clip you. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, take you out out of love. <laughs> like the love, the love mafia. Uh, shout out, shout out, Mr. Oliver, man. So thank you, thank um, you. What 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 sparked that type of mindset? I mean, to, yeah. that's a very empathetic, very unconditional mindset that we don't hear a lot of people have. Um, what 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 ignited that in you, man? I. You know, I always have to go back to the ancestors. And, you know, uh, some people think your ancestors are people that you don't remember, but your ancestors are actually people that that pass on, you know, last week, last year, five years ago. Um, I happen to have been blessed to uh, have grown up under the tutelage of my grandma. And mm. she was one of them strong grandmas, you know, whoop, whoop your butt, grandma. <laughs> And uh, make you go to church, Grandma. And yes, you are mm-hmm. your brother's people, Grandma. And mm-hmm. you did not talk back to Miss Anderson, Grandma. I had mm-hmm. one of them kind of grandmas. So oh, yeah. uh, believe it or not, I'm a I'm a choir boy. I've been Methodist all my life. I grew up at uh, Trinity East United Methodist Church. Uh, mm-hmm. Those folks had a big impact on my life, and they kind of taught me. Uh, my my echelon of of life is God first. Uh, you know, then my family and, and friends, and I put those two together because Tandy can tell you anybody that becomes my friend is my family. 
And then my community, yeah, I'm one of them old school black guys that get up on you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But my oh, grandma yeah. <laughs> is the reason that I am what I am. She taught me that, uh, yes, you are your brother's keeper. Be proud of where you live. Uh, try to leave a, uh, uh, a good mark when you leave. Uh, Hopefully the folks won't be up there lying in church at your eulogy. Maybe they'll be telling the truth. <laughs> don't give them nothing to lie about to try to make yeah, don't give them sound better about. than you were. Yeah. <laughs> so my grandma, my grandma, and I have to speak her name. Uh, Tandy, I tell you, I'm into a lot of African traditions. I can't speak of an elder without saying the name three times. So my grandma was Lois Ruth Cyrus. Lois Ruth Cyrus. Lois Ruth Cyrus. Uh, that's who I credit for um, the way I am. And of course, my mom reinforced that. My mom was one of the first black nurses at Methodist Hospital. They wouldn't let her wait on them white folks at the big hospital. She had to work at the Annex. <laughs> but my mom was a nurse. So she used to work at the Methodist Hospital Annex off of Fannin Street, uh, right there near Old Spanish Trail. Mm -hmm. And she raised seven sons, and I'm number five. And uh, a couple of my brothers have passed on, but my whole family is like that. Now, don't get me wrong, we will whoop you if you need whooping. <laughs> I mean, but for you the can't most, have a big family. Most, yeah, but for the most part, we good brothers, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a balance. It's a balance, man. They'll yeah, you got to have that you. balance. Sometimes I tell people, they ask me how I'm doing. I tell them 50-50. They, they say, why you say that? I say, well, I'm halfway here and I'm halfway there. Which way you want to go? Mm. I'm halfway there. Yeah. Oh, God. So, Tandy, how did you and Mr. Oliver meet? Yeah, good what question. Was your first, yeah, what was your first contact? I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, my my uh, yeah, yeah, my son at the time was going to a charter school uh, in Southeast Houston. And one of my, uh, I had two uh, work friends whose kids also went to that school. And I think, um, and I don't know, you know, John, you, your kids aren't old enough yet, but it's something about trying to find a place for your kids in the summertime. That's Absolutely. a real a real, a real deal, right? Like there's certain places if you want to get in, like, you know, especially an affordable place, you got to sign up in January because, you know, mm. by June, forget it or May, forget it. So um, a friend of mine um, heard about um, Mr. Oliver's uh, summer camp called Southside and, um, and it was very affordable. And so, you know, I'm all about very affordable and it's close to the neighborhood. Huh? Yeah, it was very yeah. affordable close to the neighborhood and um and and you know their kids were going so i was like okay that, that seems to be you know kind of a safe situation so uh took my son there and he went for at least oh gosh at least three years i think three yeah, summers absolutely. Or more. at least three years at least three summers and then my daughter started going so that's how i found them and then once i found them and, and just realized how wonderful he had a wonderful wonderful group of people working with the kids um uh you know retired people who'd worked with parks and rec before who worked with other kids and they just really were looking out for the best of kids yeah it, it it's something to me when i see people who just like genuinely love kids and i think that's so kind that they like to they devote their free time to it because i can't see that i love my kids and i love kids in general but you know the idea that 
oh, that's what you're doing with your free time all day long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that there's those are special people, but I love them for it. That's that's uh that's that's how I met them. That's how I got involved. Well, Mr. Alva, I'll tell you, I have a almost a four-year-old and uh, almost a two-year-old, and I can't imagine spending my retirement with a bunch of children right now. You know, <laughs> and I love my children, man, but it's like making you like second guess a lot of things, you know. Um, what about children? Like, I, I know you, you know, your grandmother um, helped you establish those principles, you know, but dealing with children, man, it's almost like you gotta have, you gotta almost have a gift to have that, that level of patience. Um, how did you learn how to have that with children? You know, like, how did you? Well, when I was growing up, like I said, I was number five out of seven and it was all boys. Uh, mm -hmm. One thing I, I, I commend my mother for, man, and she, she told us, she said, I can't teach you how to stand up and pee. Uh, <laughs> so she always made sure that we had, <laughs> she made sure we had real uh, male role models that could show us how to stand up and pee. And, and as a matter of fact, she wasn't playing with that. She better not never catch you sitting down, Ben, because <laughs> you won't be able to sit down no more. <laughs> but uh, you, you know, I, I had I had uh, men in my life at my church, Trinity East. They had some good guys there, some fathers that was that was willing to be surrogate uh, to me, you know. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but I am a choir boy. I was an acolyte in church, Cub Scout, Boy Scout. I think my mom really put us in all that stuff so she could have some quiet time at the bottom. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But we was oh, yeah. always at church or Boy Scouts or something, and she made sure that there was always a male uh, role model there somewhere. It might be mostly the sisters. You know, the sisters looked out for us. Oh, but yeah. But there was always one brother's that the sisters pulled along uh, to do it. <laughs> and I just want to say right quick, this, this old Geechee man, uh, a black guy from Louisiana, his name was Mr. Bryant, Buster Bryant. And Mr. Mm. Bryant was our Cub Scout master. Mr. Bryant worked at the coffee plant over on Harrisburg. It used yeah. to be a, a Maxwell House Maxwell coffee House. plant over yeah. there. And, and, and Mr. Bryant was so cold, y'all. Mr. Bryant would come uh, to the scout house there and we're going to have an overnight and he would first of all dare us. He would say now let me tell you something. I ain't getting get in trouble with the pastor but I got to go to work. So y'all going to stay your butt right here in this scout house. You ain't going outside. You ain't going to pee. There's a bucket over there. Go pee in that bucket over there. But I got to go to work. But anyway, we love Mr. Brian. Mr. Brian was geeky, though. One thing he didn't mess with with Mr. Brian was his raisin bread. And he didn't mm. call it raisin bread. He's from Louisiana. He called it raisin bread. But anyway, we used to love Mr. Brian. So we asked him one time. We said, say, Mr. Brian, do you get paid? Paid? What's that? We said, they don't pay you to put up with us bad kids, Mr. Brian? He said, no. We said, well, how you get paid? He said, I'm glad you asked. Raise your right hand. <laughs> and he made us swear that when we got to be adults, that we would do something for children or old people. Mm. He said, now pick whichever one you want, but you mm. have to do that. So 
out of out of let's say mm -hmm. five that was in my clique. One's a school teacher, one's a police officer, one's a nurse, Miss Lynn. Uh, and then I worked in transportation at Greyhound for many years. So y'all know I was that guy that got the black passengers straight. You know, the white folk would be, ooh. And I'd walk over there and i say, i say, say, bruh, you want to get on this bus? <laughs> you got to get right. But anyway, <laughs> Mr. Bryant, Mr. Bryant is the one, man. I have to pay back Mr. Bryant. God bless his soul. He put up with us. We still is raising bread. We did all kinds of shit to vote Mr. Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got a seat out here. Uh, we, we cut to um, come to a campsite. All right, kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry I had to wake y'all up at three in the morning. It's so early. It is. Would y'all like to explain to me who went in my lunchbox and took out my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What? Now, Mr. I, Brown, you, you you know I wouldn't take your peanut butter sandwich. Me? Peanut butter? Not me. I know it wasn't you, Oliver. I know it wasn't you. You've been trying to buy it from me, but I know you wouldn't <laughs> steal it. You wouldn't steal it. Now, what about you, Amici? Why you Why you holding your hands? Hmm? You think I took it? I'm asking you. Is it because I said I was really hungry and I was really eyeballing a sandwich last night? That why you I mean I took it? I mean, of course. Why? Why else would I think otherwise? I mean, your stomach is growling now. Mm -hmm. hmm? Exactly, it's, it's still growling. So maybe I didn't do it. Maybe you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. All right. What about you, Tandy? What? Hmm. Uh, you, you 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 know I always consider you one of the smartest in the group. You know. You always listen and follow the instructions. Don't let him get you, Tandy. Don't let him get you. Come on, Tandy. It's me. It's Mr. Smith. You know me. Did you did you eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Sorry, Mr. Smith. I ate your sandwich. Oh. Well, Mr. Oh. Smith, let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. You okay. You mean so much to me and the group. I mean, we love you so much that we were talking and we said, how can we grow up to be like Mr. Smith? And and um, and um so Amici said, well, he always eats those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I said, yeah, 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 maybe that's it. So I took your peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I ate it because I just want to grow up to be just like you, Mr. Smith. Hey, Mr. Smith, you can't blame her because we didn't tell you to use no Peter Pan. You know how peanut buttery it is. Yeah, I know. I know. And I specifically have my wife make it with Peter Pan to test your disciplinary situation. All right. So because of that, Mr. Smith's going to go into the tent. He's going to catch him some sleep because I got to work. And y'all going to stand outside and think about why y'all touch my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right. Does that seem fair to y'all since I don't have lunch or breakfast for tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't seem fair. I mean, it seems pretty unfair. I mean, Candy was one who did it. Why do why does everyone get punished? Well, I'm sure Oliver probably 
got paid to not snitch on Tandy. And I'm sure you, she had to do something to you to make you not talk. Hey, Tandy, you still got some of that sandwich? Yeah, I got a little bit in my pillow, but but you you can't have any. You can't have any, Oliver. Tandy, Tandy, Tandy. Remember, I told her brother about it being peanut buttery. Give her brother some slack. Just one little piece. That's now, excuse me. I, I know y'all was having a little conversation when I went over there to the tree and used the restroom. I thought I heard somebody mention about a peanut butter sandwich still being around. I cut my pee off. <laughs> Mid pee to come over here and have y'all finish that conversation around me. All right. Anybody want to come clean? Huh? Anybody? Amici? What me? Okay. Olive, okay. Olive, um, maybe Candy still has some of the sandwich left. And she doled oh. it out in small pieces, oh. small doses. Oh. For the rest of us, if, we, if we're nice and we, we do what she says. Mm. So it like seems how, like how, what you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is kind of like what I do. I mean, do y'all y'all don't You're need me to be like you. no more. Y'all yeah. just, y'all, well, obviously, y'all don't need me since y'all making plans and, and, and carrying out this camping trip without me and my 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 permission. So maybe I should just wrap up my tent and just book it back to the pickup truck no, and let y'all no, stay no, out no, 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 please, sir. I have peanut butter in my backpack. You can have it, but please don't make me go back home. I got six brothers, dude. I ain't gonna let you go back home. You could just give me the peanut butter and you could stay out here with your little gang that y'all trying to develop and, and run me out of my cancelable counselor position okay I, I heard about you and your brothers Oliver I heard about them and I know y'all like to go around and 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 beat up people and, and, and <laughs> we we cut to Oliver's house where uh, uh Oliver's two brothers are talking because Oliver is still at camp hey Amichi hey you know Oliver went to that Went to that uh, sleepover camp and he ain't even tell us nothing about it. What? Yeah, he, yeah. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just watched. I was I was looking at uh, his friend uh, Gregory's Snapchat, and they posting mm -hmm. pictures. They all in the woods around a campfire, uh, breaking off pieces of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and sharing it. Oh man, he knows how much we like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I thought he was in bed. Like he's at, at a sleepover camp. Yeah, he's at a sleepover camp. So we need hey, to go. Y'all quiet down in there. I'm trying to sleep. All hey, right. Paul. Paul. Oliver's at a, he's at a sleepover camp, man. He left us here. He ain't even tell us nothing about it. They out there eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and everything. Swear. I swear. Man, that ain't Oliver, man. Oliver told us because we could have beat them kids up and took their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, he did hey. that. He did that because he wanted to get that peanut butter and jelly sandwich all to himself. Oh, man. Man, we got to do something about this, though. We can't just you say said, that. You said you saw them on Instagram, so you got the location. Let's get out. Look, I'm going to go out there. First, I'm going to hug him. Then I'm going to punch him in his face because I love him. Yeah, I love him. But then I'm going to punch him. But then you're going to punch him. Yeah. Say, man, say, my, my ears burning. Somebody talking about me and thing. 
somebody talking about you. Maybe because yeah. y'all here trying to steal. Maybe because y'all stealing from me. It's, you know, somebody should talk about you, Oliver. It's it's a shame. I thought you were the good one out of the kids, man. Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, I'm sorry on my honor, sir. And scene. <laughs> so that's an improv scene on, on Zoom. Um, <laughs> that was fun, y'all. Y'all crazy. Nope. No yeah, I know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Olive, let's talk about the, the Jingle Bell Jam. Um, what is the Jingle Bell Jam, and how did it come together 20 years ago? Okay, so 20 years ago, uh, I was working with a community center. Well, actually, I was working at Greyhound. And my mom was the senior director at a local community center called Southeast Family. And she kept telling me, come by, have some lunch, come by, have some lunch. And one day I came by to have some lunch. She put me with the executive director and bruh, next thing I knew I was volunteering. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would I would share, you know, little office logistics with them uh, from Greyhound, help them set up uh and train their board and everything. And I was having a good time. And uh, the lady decided that that she was gonna close the community center. And I have a little son that's, uh, and at the time he was dealing with some uh, ADHD. And um, I love my son, man. And he, he, he was going like, daddy, they gonna close the community center. Mm -hmm. And so what I did, I live in South Union. Don't y'all forget that. Okay. Um, and I knew some other people that had grown up in South Union that were professionals now at Antex and different places. And I told them, I said, hey, man, let's do something for the kids in our neighborhood. Let's not wait on nobody from the outside to do something for them. We all have expertise. Uh, don't want your money. Uh, just want your expertise. And let's get together, a little ad hoc committee, and start something. Uh, because during that time, there was... Uh, a sexual predator in our neighborhood and we have some wooded areas over there and and he, he was pretty active and and we just wanted to put a stop to it so we wanted to give the kids a place that they could go a safe house more or less and um, they got me pulled into that and before i knew it i was spending all my time between greyhound and that community center but when they closed we put together a committee Miss Tanza and some more people from the community and we started our own community center and boy it felt good man because it, it wasn't thank you for doing something for us it was look at what we've done mm -hmm. so that's how we got started okay okay yeah um there was a you said it was a sexual predator um when like how does that how does it feel like you you guys as a community that that like I'm from Ohio so like my family direct family Ohio was, oh yeah Ohio. shout out to Ohio <laughs> uh that right now they're like one of the worst COVID places right now but like oh, my wow. family my I was really in family oriented um growing up so like my direct family did a lot of that but hearing a whole community come together to develop something to not only protect and make the kids like have something to look forward to. 
uh, I mean, it sounds tremendous. How how did the sexual predator? How did that play out? Did he ever get stopped? Uh, well, needless to say, we 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 removed the bait, uh, and then we baited. Uh, we gave mm -hmm. him intentional bait, and he was caught. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, man, I can't tell you that the hurt uh, that the child must have felt the children that he uh, molested, but man, it, it hurt me. Um, and I just, I just didn't want that blight on my community. So we just told everybody, hey, you know, nobody's going to come over here and find nobody or investigate nobody. So let's do what we can to keep our kids safe. And he was, he was doing it, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, wow, we can kind of celebrate because he was doing it on the street that we started the community center on. So we took the street back. Yeah. Took it back. Uh, <laughs> and the street is uh, called Peerless. It's over in South Union. It, uh, some people that know South Union, they call it the back street. Uh, mm -hmm. But when you come off of 288, oh, really? there, there's one street there to the right. You turn to the right and it looked like there's nothing down there. Believe me, at the end of that street, I won't say a rainbow. That may be mistaken, but <laughs> it's a gold. How about that? <laughs> and we're down there doing what we can with partnering with um, an organization called Houston Help. Uh, they run privately owned public housing. So it's under HUD guidelines, mm -hmm. but it's privately owned. And we've been partnering with them for about 10 years. And before that, we had our own uh, facility down the road. We, we moved around. We had, we had some nice places, right, Nandy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we one, yeah, we had one place on the freeway, man. It was tight, but the buildings started falling apart. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you do all of this stuff for the community, what does Mr. Oliver's Christmas at home look like on Christmas Day? Wow. Uh, I have a son, Xavier, of whom I am very proud. He's a mail carrier. And uh, I don't have any smaller children of my own. So you might say that I live for Jingle Bell Jam. Hey, you asked me a question a minute yeah. ago and I did not answer it. I'm going to have to tell you this. You okay. asked me, what is Jingle Bell Jam? And I'm going to take this opportunity and do it. Awesome. Uh, so Jingle Bell Jam is this, uh, it's an event. It's not an organization. And it's an opportunity for kids from all over the city to come together for one cause. Uh, we purposely chose to target children living in public housing because around Christmas time, there are a lot of people that's doing a lot of gaming. You know, they go get all the toys and stuff and don't need them. Uh, so we wanted a qualifier or a qualified situation to let us know that every toy that we gave or every ounce of effort we put in that was deserved by the person that's on the receiving end. So we partner with the uh, Houston Housing Authority. And what we do is every year for those 20 years, we've invited uh, 50 kids from each housing development. And there are 10 housing developments in Houston with kids. So that's 500 kids a year. So that's how we come up with that number that this year we will have serviced over 10,000 kids in Houston's inner city. And all of those places are located in the inner city. And uh, I'm from the inner city. Uh, I grew up in third ward 
And for a brief moment, I lived in the CUNY homes, and that is a public housing project right across the street from uh, Texas Southern. And um, so I'm a product of public housing, and I know that there are a lot of other people that are successful now that comes out of public housing, but you want to build self-esteem. It's not about where you live. It's about what you got right there and what you carry there and being able to stay strong. And so that Jingle Bell Jam, we, we bring those 500 kids to, we've gone to Texas Southern, we've gone to Georgia Brown Convention Center, uh, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, and we were almost 10 years at St. John's United Methodist Church downtown, a, a very unique church of which I'm a member. I'm not, I'm not giving them no accolades because I'm a member, but they do great things there. They do great things. And we, we, we allow the children to have professional people uh, to, to show love to them, uh, successful people to show that they care about them and the usual celebrities and stuff like that. But what we want to do is usually when uh, folks give kids toys, they just, they're, they're thoughtless toys, they're dollar store toys and stuff like that. And the one thing I did want to make sure of with our program is that we give good quality toys. And that's why we limit the number of children and we choose the children uh, that that we benefit. And because we want every one of your pennies or dollars to count and to make a difference. So Jingle Bell Jam is anti-gang, Jingle Bell Jam is pro-community, Jingle Bell Jam is uh, uplifting uh we make the kids pay attention by asking questions during the program and they that's how they win door prizes uh, and mm -hmm. other than that they get two uh toys and just wonderful people like Tandaway and 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 we got companies and everybody that does things but the reason we're asking the people that are listening and watching us right now um, see, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Don't ask me a question. I'm long-winded. <laughs> the reason we're asking people to donate right now um, is we need toys. We got 400 kids. That means we need 800 toys. Um, I challenge uh, Black professionals, Black businesses, and challenge our own community to step up and show that our lives matter to ourselves, that we can take care of ourselves. So I'm pleading to, I'm looking for your donation and your donation. Your donation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Jingle Bell Jam is a great program. It's citywide. We call it one Houston, one neighborhood. And when you treat a big city like this as one neighborhood, that means that you care how it looks on all sides of town and you care how people are treated on all sides of town. And there are opportunities for everybody. Now, don't mm -hmm. ask me no more questions, mm -hmm. and I won't be so long. Oh, but that's, that's wait a minute. Jingleballjam.com. Yeah. Listen, here's my question, though, Miss Oliver. I know you said don't ask any, but uh, what is the Jingle Bell Jam? Is it just you give out toys? Is it a program? What is What does it entail? Jingle Bell Jam is actually a concert. Uh, okay. The kids come, as a matter of fact, there's a local uh, circus company called Cirque La Vie. And they come in and they put on a 20-minute fabulous circus that just brightens your eyes and brings out the child in you. And we have we have musical performers. We have Kalila K. Nice. Ooh, Tandy, thank you for asking that question. Kalila K. Nice. We got uh, 
a dude from Street Gang, uh, Mr. Icy Hot. He's doing some stuff for us. We got some skits. We have dancing. We have singing. We have celebrating. We have education. Wow, it's Jingle Bell Jam. <laughs> thank you for asking me that, Tandaway. No it's problem, a concert no and toy giveaway. <clears throat> and we try and have it at Texas Southern so that we encourage our children to not only seek higher education, but to do it at a historical black college or university. I'm going to call them up and tell them I want a donation for that plug. But anyway, <laughs> we want to promote the, the education and everything. And um, I, I just live for Jingle Bell Jam, man. I, the only thing I ever worry about is toys because people donate the time and everything. Look at the time you're donating to me. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you, Tandaway, for inviting me. And you guys are crazy. I love you, and there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. How about we, that? One more, one more, one more oh. question, real quick. One more question. Has you All ever right. had a, a kid complain about the toy they got? They received all the time. All, all the time. time. <laughs> uh, uh, and and we learned within the first two years how to remedy that. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. share it with you. Uh, we don't give away a toy that is unwrapped. And we give you the toy on the way out the door. Got him. Get Got it? him. So you done enjoyed the, you've enjoyed the concert. You've had fun. You had the big university. And, and the university vice president is welcoming you. And there's the mayor and Mr. Oliver and everybody in Tandaway and everybody. We're having a great time. And... You're not getting now toy to you on your way out the door. Got to that little Anthony get whooped for a helicopter. <laughs> hey, my my daughter would too, man. She she is so you know well, she's young, but it, it bothers me when you give them something and they're like, but it's not what I asked for, or right. I don't like, it. or I'm a girl, I'm not a boy. So I, it made me. I I know there had to be some children who had to be like just displeased. But again, that's just me. They get to hear the Mr. Oliver story about some little kid in Africa that mm. doesn't have anything. Mm. And you're talking about you want a car instead of a truck. And that <laughs> gives me the opportunity to, to share with them spiritually that the reason we're giving you these toys is not to make you happy uh, because I gave you a toy, but to make you remind you to be happy uh, for the reason for the season. Now we you we're entertaining you. Yeah, we give them a real concert and Danaway's been there. We don't play. As a matter of fact, you guys made me gave me an opening again. Jingle <laughs> Bell Jam is gonna be live stream on YouTube oh, on Sunday. That's dope. Yeah. December the 20th at 12 noon. So you'll get to you'll get to watch Jingle Bell Jam this year. We oh, have yeah. to of the coronavirus uh we love the kids and we don't want to take any chances so we're soliciting toys uh for a virtual program so we plan to deliver the toys the morning of the program so that they're receiving toy deliveries as the program is beginning to be broadcast and they get to see all of those same performers all of the same um um folks get up there and inspire them as a matter of fact, I'm asking you to do a video and you to do a video and you do a video. 
Jingleville. And you sent it to my cell phone, and we're going to show that we support Jingleville Jam. Um, anyway, um, that 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 that's how it works. That's how it works. So we 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 great concert circus and everything, man. We 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 for real. All right. We don't play. Uh huh. We cut to we cut to a uh, restaurant. All right, Amici. I know you a new hire here. But I'm gonna show you how things go. See, this restaurant. We got no complaints, okay? None. We got. We may not have high ratings, but there are no complaints against us. And I'm gonna no tell you how complaints. we. We don't have any complaints, and I'm gonna tell you how okay. I do that. I'm gonna tell you how I do okay. it, okay? We don't have a drive-through, right? People got to walk in here. Oh, hold on a second. Let me just let me just uh, give this person their food. All right, take it and go. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, yeah. We just give them the food and we lock the door, man. We just I don't know. He ordered whatever he ordered, but you know, I don't know what it is. You know, hope it works out for him. He's still at the door. Are you sure he got what he wanted? You want a problem? Turn your head. You don't even have to look at that. All right. Just don't look. I'm telling you, it's worked for us for 15 years. We just give them what they want, and nobody complains. We're still in business. It's magic. I guess I guess people keep coming back, huh? Yeah, they do. Okay. Okay. Either either they come back or new people come because they've heard about us. It's a little it's it's a niche industry. And then we have uh we have our IT guy who goes through all of uh all social media and scrubbing out any <laughs> any mention of us, anything. Oh, I'm gonna show them to you. Hold on, walk over okay. here. Uh hey John. Hey John. Hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah. I uh uh the new hire Amicia here. I'm just letting him know what uh how things go around here. I just told him you're an IT guy and tell him a little bit about what you do. Well, what I do is I try to scrub any information about our restaurant off the internet. Mm -hmm. All information like tweets, like people's personal tweets and, and Facebook posts and everything like that too. Absolutely. We believe that uh, you shouldn't be rated on how widespread everybody knows about you, but on how many times people come back after you've treated them poorly, right? It just kind of lets you know how good your product is. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, yeah. that's, that's interesting. Uh, and I see you working hard, you got like five laptops open over here, you're ready to oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. even know what people what? say. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. But okay, wouldn't it be better to just like address the concerns that people have? About no, you never, never address them. You don't do that. It's a, no. it's a rabbit hole, man. It's a rabbit hole. You address one, you got to address them all, and then we're you not won't even have the same business. That's, we're you know? not even, we're not in business to address people's issues. We're in business to cook food. That's we're a restaurant. That's what yeah. we do. We it shouldn't matter what kind of food you get. If you came out of your house, if you wanted what you wanted, then you would have made it yourself. You come to our restaurant, you get what we give you. Right. You, know? you weren't going to cook anyway. And here's the deal. The menu is just a suggestion. It's mm -hmm. not it's a, a suggestion for the chef. That oh. could be. You're right. You're right. And then the chef does what he wants and what she wants. And it's mm -hmm. just going yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, but they have a good time though. When they're waiting in line out there, oh, mm -hmm. we had some of the best entertainers come through, and they mm -hmm. have uh, sang mm -hmm. and they've danced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. there's even this. Uh, it's it's called the uh, uh, the parking lot players. Mm -hmm. These guys are just amazing. They're out That's there phenomenal. in that line. 
and they are just entertaining the people, man. It's, you know, it's not like people don't get anything. That's probably why they keep coming back. And you can't go to a fine steakhouse and get that kind of entertainment in the parking lot, can you? Matter of fact, they're going to take your money for you to do another thing you can already do, like park your own car. You know, we ain't that, man. We're giving out real value propositions. You come to our, our, our business, you must really, really want it to because we're not telling anybody that we're here. You know? At all. Just, just letting that music play. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. And I think those parking lot players are probably, like, getting people to come on over and be like, hey, you want some food? You know, this place is really great. And then, uh, you know, people are entertained. They wait in line, and then they just get a meal. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So, um, you know, you hired me. I said I needed a job. I didn't mm-hmm. anything. I was really desperate. Um, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be doing here, like what my role is going to be. Because um, I've been walking around the, the, the lobby here, and there's you know, mm-hmm. no customers in here, so you don't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah what, what is right. Yep. Well, I don't know, John. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll. You want me to take it? Okay, I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. You tell me. Well, see, the last couple of years, we had issues with people trying to have returns. Mm. You know, not everybody gets what we're trying to do. And uh, because me and my, you know, you know, I'm an IT guy. Mm-hmm. Tanny manages a restaurant. We can't yeah. be going back and forth with the people trying to get returns. So we thought you would be able to, you know, punch them in the face or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get them out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, we I already got. Small, okay. I have really small and soft hands. I don't know if I'm going to be on the right person. We 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 get that. Well, we don't want them to go to the hospital. We no. Get you know, your baby hands are going to just just pop them. You know what I mean? Just let them know we're not taking any returns. One hundred percent. These are loving punches. Loving, loving punches. We didn't gave you a concert in the parking lot. We didn't make sure. You, let me let me just. Let me pull up one of the, the things that I do um, like about my job. You know, the other day I got a private message from a guy who was um, stepping out on his wife and he congratulated me in this restaurant so much for erasing all digital footprint and him and the side piece that came to this wonderful restaurant. You know, wow. that was amazing for us to get. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side, there's about 10,000 people that are just going crazy about our policy. And that's why we hired you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has a role in this meeting. And yours is to be the face, or I like to say the fist of the business. I'm the fist of the business. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you know, I thought I was going to be like cleaning tables or washing dishes or something. Oh, but, we, don't, we don't need we all need that. that. Project strangers in the face. <laughs> if, only if they're trying to return. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. We cut to outside in the line. Sir, sir. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hello? Hey, yeah. Look, I downloaded the menu on my phone and I ordered chicken strips. This is liver and onions and black eyed peas and spinach. I didn't order that. That's a heavy meal. I didn't. I, I, I got kids. My kids don't eat liver and onions. Amici, it's now. Yeah. The time is now. Not now, I'm supposed to. Okay, ma'am. Um, yeah, I, I gotta take I'm, my kids. To... Yeah, no, okay, um, I'm going. This is my job. <laughs> I don't really feel like this, but you're not gonna do my job. I'm gonna have to punch you in the face. Um, don't worry, my hands are small and really soft. It won't hurt very much. 
Um, but <laughs> if you could just hold still for a second. And, uh, okay, goodbye now. Okay, John, I did it. I, I did my first face. That, that was awesome. We loved it. You know, I was I, I just deleted the video in the restaurant. It's perfect. You know, you did a good job. It was a great job. Yeah, she stood outside. She didn't leave. She's, she's still there. She's not gonna okay. Leave okay. If she comes back again, you might have to go back out there again. But that's why we pay you, man. We pay you to take care of unwanted patrons. Okay. Let me just go and talk to her again. Maybe I can. It, Hello, did, it didn't hurt, but my pride is hurt. I've never been punched <laughs> in the face by anybody. This I know. Uh, okay. I just I didn't order this. I just want to get chicken strips. I just want to get what I ordered. Yeah, it's it just the, the policy in here is um, you get whatever the chef wants to give you, whatever whatever the chef feels like making. Um, for, I haven't even seen or met the chef, um, so I, I can't even ask any questions about that. Um, but. <laughs> If you don't leave, I have to punch you in the face again. Again, um, that's, that's that's the rules. These are the rules here. Um, I'm sorry. Did you enjoy the concert? I heard it was really really good. Oh, they the made the they, really good. Yeah, they, they made uh they made uh dog balloons for the kids. Everybody face painting. It was great. But I didn't. Well, my kids are okay, hungry. Now, my my boss is about to have to punch you in the face again. Okay. If you can just hold still, hold still, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and see, <laughs> Mr. Steve, uh, Mr. Oliver, are you there? I'm there. Okay. I'm here. Yeah, it looked like we lost. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <sighs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's some good quality control, though. You just give a gift as they leave. You like, hey, yeah. see you next year. And so apparently yeah, that, it works because it's been going for 20 it. years. Yeah, you must be giving out and, good and, stuff. And, and then you get some people that try to get gifts for kids that are not there. Mm. <laughs> 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 hey, but, but little Kiki is back at the house. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You always but but it, it's, it's all in fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, they don't realize that we try to do uh, the best we can for the kids that are invited, and that's why we have to limit, you know, what we give out and where we can make sure everybody got what they need. It is mm -hmm. it it's just going to be so important this year. Uh, one thing that has been overlooked is the um, the the mental health of the children as they've gone through this, uh, because they're not allowed to say what's on their mind. Sometimes saying what's on their mind can get them hurt. <laughs> so they've, yeah. been, they've been locked up and uh, we've experienced that um, the virtual land learning is very, very hard for most children sitting there watching that computer screen, uh, not just watching the screen. It, you know, it takes it takes some focus to watch the screen and then you need some focus to uh, to, you, you know, to discern what the teacher is talking about. So we wound up like doing an educational pod at my community center where we got us an outdoor tent and distance. Uh, we uh, selected uh, six students that uh, were attending the community center and they got to go virtually to school, but at the community center outdoors under the trees and the fresh sunshine, uh, practicing social distancing and all that. So it's been extra hard on the kids this year. So. And that's why we're really making that special plea for anyone who's, 
even if you never thought about giving, we need you to give this year so that uh, we can try to give some sense of normalcy to the year before it goes out. And what a greater time to do it than around the time that we commemorate and celebrate Christmas. So uh, that's why we do that. So thank you guys so much for inviting me. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. And for anybody listening, please check out the Jingle Bell Jam. You said this Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's going to be live streamed on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook on Sunday, December twentieth at okay. noon. And um, we're still accepting toys right up until the program uh, because we want to make sure. Now I know. With most programs, you'd have enough people working for you and being paid and taking money out of the donations and getting paid for it to be able to tell you how many toys we've got thus far and what our goal is. Well, our goal is 800 toys. And so far, we had a group of people uh, that normally would have been giving out toys on their own. They call a Christmas toy group. And they donated all 200 of their toys and their time uh, this year to Jingle Bell Jam. So we know we got 200 toys. Uh, we got a donation from Walmart of $1,000. But when you try to give the type toys that we give, not the dollar store toys, uh, then it takes a little change to do it. Can I take this time to thank some of the people that helped me with Jingle Bell Jam? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So um, one company that has been through with us through it all is, believe it or not, Frenchie's Chicken. Oh, Frenchie's yeah. Chicken provides uh, 500 uh, hot dogs for us each year from the Frenchie's Meat Packing Company. And Mr. Percy Crusoe over there, we want to thank him. We want to thank Texas Southern University. Um, uh, he's not there anymore, Dr. Austin Lane. Uh, but we do want to thank uh, Mr. Dominique Calhoun, who's in the Office of Government Affairs. Thank you. Thank um, um St. John's United Methodist Church, uh, my church, they, they contribute to it every year and they've contributed this year also the Bread of Life, uh, which is part of their, which is their CDDC there at the church. Uh, Kroger, GB, formerly on OST and Scott Street. Um, let's see who else. HEB, uh, Kroger's, the Kroger market uh, in uh, Montrose. Um, we previously had uh, Aramark, and we want to thank the gentleman over at A Rocket Moving and Storage for helping us out. And we want to thank you, you, and you especially for showing enough interest to have me on this program. And if there's any sponsor that I forgot, um, Hardy's uh, Produce, if there's any sponsor that I forgot, please excuse me. It's not that your donation is being overlooked. Is that an old guy, 66 years old, uh, sometimes can't remember without making notes. But I thank you, everybody that's ever been, everybody that's ever supported us. Thank you, guys. And I hope that this is something that can continue perpetually. And I hope that our community can start supporting it where we don't have to hold our hands out to communities other than our own, have our own Christmas program for our own kids. And eventually, we want to get it where... Any child can come to Jingle Bell Jam where we don't have to select 500 children, where we can get enough sponsors, where we can get a, uh, the uh, venue and just fill the venue up by uh, giving out tickets to the kids. So we, we want to be able to do that 
one day and we know that uh, and I hope and pray that we get there. Thank you so much for having me. I am overjoyed. Let me show you. <laughs> and uh, and I'm praying for you and I thank you and I love funny people. You guys are funny and I thank you for letting me be part of that because humor is like medicine. It's yeah. good for the soul. So thank you for being <clears throat> comedians and I'm proud of you and hopefully I can make you proud of me uh, as we try to make this a successful uh, Jingle Bell Jam this year. <clears throat> uh, we cut to a doctor's office. Um, excuse me, Mr. Amici. Uh, after doing some research with our nurses, what we discovered is you had some, you had extremely low dopamines, um, a chemical in your brain that that makes you a little happy and, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, what I'm going to prescribe for you is um, two tickets to the improv. Uh, I have a special stand-up coming up tonight. Her name is uh, TNA. Uh, she's been on tour. And I want you to go watch every single show of hers and then come right back next week. And then we're going to do some more labs and see if we got that dopamine up. I don't get any medication for nothing. I just get two tickets to a comedy show. Absolutely. That is your medication. Okay. Um, I mean, I could give you something more expensive. I have a, some notepads, too. I can draw you up. Some, your insurance didn't look like it took a lot of the, the medications that I could give you. So I gave you, uh, you know, buy are one. They, are they one also tickets to uh, other comedy shows? Or what, what, what medications do you have? Um, just, you know, they're actual chemical medications, but I'm trying oh, to get okay. away from the chemical stuff. It's, it's leaving my patients a little, you know, groggy okay. and I'm, you know, having some, some people who, uh, have a little buyer's remorse from my, you know, prescriptions. So I'm going to try something different and give you these two tickets to the okay. TNA standup show. Um, you do have to buy two drinks with those tickets, but, the, but the, that's nothing. It, it, it helps. It's going to be a little groggy. It's, it's, <laughs> well, hopefully, happening. hopefully you're laughing. And and, okay. and and you're not as groggy from the drinks, but you don't have to drink the drinks. Just go to the show, come back next week for another appointment, and we'll check to see if it worked. All right. Okay. Uh, you I, have? I mean, do you have any other questions or anything? Before I let I'm, you. She's not gonna like roast me or anything, is she? Well, uh, roast comments going around. So I, I, I would. Worse. That's all I'm saying. Well, well uh, technically, she is a little bit of a roast comic. Um, and these seats are right at the front of the club. Don't worry about all of that. You'll still have fun. Just don't draw any attention to yourself, and you can laugh at anybody who she picks on. You know. Okay. We cut to a parking lot. Oh, you got tickets to the TNA show too. Yeah. I, I oh, you're so lucky. She's so funny. Oh my yeah, gosh. Last good. I, need, I need comedy in my life, so it's good. Last time she came here, oh my gosh, she roasted everybody. It was absolutely hilarious. She, oh, she, she roasted everyone? She roasted every <laughs> single person in line here. Oh my gosh, we've been standing in line for like an hour and a half and people were getting mad and, and some people were like sweaty and and angry and she came in and boom, boom, boom. She just hit everybody and we were all laughing and made waiting in this line all, 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 the, all the better. Hey, y'all talking about TNA? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she just got done roasting me right outside the bathroom, dog. Ooh. It was crazy. 
Yeah, man, I blew it up in there, man. I didn't think nobody knew it. She opened that door up and just started killing me, man. Just yeah. throwing all kinds of shots at me, man. I was wiping my butt and laughing at the same time, man. It's, she funny, dog. She's Dude. hilarious. She's hilarious. Yeah. And that, man, that, and you blew up the porta potty, man. You know, that's the only place we got to go to, to, to the bathroom out here while we waiting this line. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know we was going to be standing in line so long. I would have used no. it back at the restaurant, you know, but yo, she funny, man. She I know, really man. Funny. I'll tell you what, this parking lot entertainment industry is really taking off. Last time really I waited is. at this restaurant, they had a circus. There was mm -hmm. um, a, a whole band that set up. They, mm -hmm. they taught salsa classes last Friday. I, I, I come here weekly. For the entertainment and the food mm -hmm. by the time I finally get up to the door. It's almost like you pay for the entertainment and they just give you food. They you know give what I'm you saying? Food, man. Yeah, you know. You hungry? Hey, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, really, I'm just here for the show. But yeah, I'll, I guess I'll get some food. I'm, I'm, Dude, oh, yeah, man, are, are, are you all right, man? You, you, yeah. you look kind of flush. Are you all right? You uh, okay, I, my, my, I have something wrong with my dopamine level. So, oh, man. Gee, man, don't get that over here, man. I don't need that. Man, stuff. I don't need don't, don't need that. Uh, lows like that. I'm on a high, man. A great TNA show, and whatever they give me when I get to the door, just one person in front of me, man, and I'm gonna be yeah. able to get a meal. I'm so hungry. Wait, <laughs> yeah. this is the restaurant, the, the, this building with the the boss on the window, and the barbed wire. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. You come okay. for the entertainment, you get the food. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. This is my turn. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. She's totally going to get punched in the face in a few minutes, man. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be hilarious. Hey, man, uh, here, here's your food. Let's, oh. let's take this back, please. Okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, my. There's fish. It's like what? there's fish. I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic. Close the door. She walks back to the line. <laughs> Man, what happened to your eye? You punched me in the face because I told him I'm allergic to fish. See, huh. I, to I told you it was going to happen, man. I told you. Yeah. But it, it ain't going to stop the show, though. The show is real funny. And, and, and TNA probably going to make fun of her black eye right there, too. So it's going to be even more fun. Yeah. Don't let her know that you got a dopamine problem, though. Okay. I, I, you know, her... Her getting punched in the face too makes me feel even worse than I did when I got here. Mm. I can't feel like better, and I, I don't know that you know seeing somebody get punched in the face who didn't deserve it, and then now I'm going to get roasted by this great comedian. That might make yeah. it even worse too. Yeah, you definitely oh, going to get roasted. Look at that dude over there! I smell some low dopamine as I come up on oh, the scene. Just, it started already. I'm not even in my seat. I'm getting roasted. Hey, dog, you ain't got nobody else that you brought here. She really going to tell you what, too, man. It was short notice. I couldn't ask anybody else to come. Ooh, wee. I feel bad, too, if I had shoes like you. I do prescription shoes as well. And <laughs> <It's> seen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mr. Oliver. It's just Mr. Oliver. Mr. Oliver. You there, Mr. Oliver? Mr. Oliver. 
Maybe he said his goodbyes and he meant goodbye at that time. I don't think he Mr. Oliver, you think he's asleep? Getting some no. rest? No, man. <laughs> can you hear us? There it is. There it is. Yeah. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the skit so much I forgot to turn the dog on camera. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Yeah, we was nervous. Just like, man, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah. You kept saying, you know, thank you, thank you. I was like, oh no, did he leave us? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still here and I enjoyed it immensely. I enjoyed it. So, right. Yeah. So it's nice meeting you, John and Amici Absolutely. and Tandy. I, I love you, my sister. All Absolutely. Right. And that's when, and, and, and as we uh, get ready to close the Can't Tell Us Nothing show, we want to thank again from from the bottom of our hearts, man. We want to thank you, Mr. Oliver, for coming on and sharing the great work you're doing in Houston for all of the, the um, boys and girls of color. Um, we truly understand like that work being needed. Um, so whatever we need or whatever we can do to kind of help get those toys donated and, and the money raised to get that work done, we're going to put our best effort for it. And we're going to ask the people who listen to our podcast to put the best effort forward um, and check out the Jingle Bell Jam on December 20th. That's a Sunday at 12 o'clock on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, Mr. Oliver, do you have any words you want to share to, to kind of pop? Uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to um, once again uh, thank you guys for inviting me out. Uh, once again, reach out to everybody and tell you to. Uh, uh, thank you if you uh, have donated, and if you haven't, I appreciate it if you would. And uh, it, it's it's all about Christmas, man. It's all about our kids having uh, a smile on their face around Christmas time. So I want to remind everybody, if you want to donate to Jingle Bell Jam, you can go to JingleBellJam.com. Now, that lets you know how long we've been doing it because of that simple website jinglebelljam.com that mean we was doing it on the internet when, when nobody else was doing it so right. uh, you can donate that way or you can go to 1000 men empowerment group they have a link uh to that um and uh just believe me everything that you give the jingle bell jam goes to the toys for the little girls and boys we don't get up on none of it uh, even after Jingle Bell Jam is over, if we have toys left, and most of the time, that's the way God works, man. You you know, you biting your nails, you don't know if you don't get enough, and he'll give you overflow. So we overflow even after Jingle Bell Jam, all the way up to Christmas. Uh, wow. Things ain't right until everything that has been donated to Jingle Bell Jam is in the hands of someone who needs it. So we appreciate y'all so much. And just thank you for this opportunity to be there. That's www.jinglebelljam.com. We love y'all, man. Thank you. All right. And Amici, is anything you want to say to close it out? Uh, no, this is great. Uh, thank you so much for, for being here. Um, and yeah, um, let's, let's, let's hit that target. Let's, let's get those, those friends to those kids. Kids. What about you, Tandy? Okay. Listen, I'm so grateful for people like Mr. Oliver on this earth. Uh, I hope that you are having some kids raise their right hand and make a promise to, Me too. to Me too. 
move this forward, you know, pass it on when they grow up to do the same type of thing that you're doing. Cause there's so much it, it's, it's needed in our community and we appreciate you so much for it. I would be remorse if I didn't say that her son, that young man was so intelligent and so, and impressed us so well, we call him not a Congressman, the Senator. That's how, yeah, Senator. And I I mean, he carries himself just like that, like a, like a a handsome African living in America. That's what I am, y'all. I'm not African American. I'm African living in America. I'm still an hour two from you. <laughs> Africans don't want me, and these people over here don't want me. So I am what I am. I am what I am. I am what I am. I love it. I love it. Well, if that's um, yeah. you heard it here, listeners, man, we had a wonderful guest and a wonderful show. Uh, check out all the information we stated earlier, and we'll be back next week for another podcast. Hopefully, with Antoine back from the baby. Yeah. Um, but. Um, as Mr. Oliver would say, uh, we love you and ain't nothing else you could do about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Feel free to use it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy everybody. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you guys. We're out.